So we've mentioned him a little bit, uh, maybe by name, sometimes not by name. But Josh and I have a lifelong friend also today on the podcast, and his name is Will Adams. Say hi, Will. Hello. Will has uh, been in our life for many years, and we've been in his life for many years. So this is a riff on one of the earliest episodes that we put out for the podcast, kind of revisiting the value of friendship. So launch out on the loop with us as we discuss it today on Curiosity Continuum. And this is Brian. And welcome to Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends whose mission is to guide you through a changing world by helping you level up your contextual awareness and your collaboration and problem-solving skills. Our conversations explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics that help you learn something new and apply what you already know in a new way. If you find these conversations helpful, please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app and rate us and leave a review so others can join the community. And you can always find us on curiositycontinuum.com and on our social media accounts. Thanks for tuning in, and let's start the conversation. All right, so we mentioned it in the intro, but we have a friend with us. This is Will. Will. Say hi again, Will. Hello, everybody. (laughs) So we thought it would be interesting, because Will is a lifelong friend as well. Um, We thought it would be interesting. Our first episode, our actual first published episode was The Value of Friendship, where Brian and I talked about being lifelong friends and how we met and all that. So we thought it'd be actually uh, maybe a humiliating exercise and (laughs) fun just to get (laughs) another perspective on friendship and how we all met. So we'll just start off, just talk about like how you remember meeting like Brian and I. Oh my God. I have to think back. If you even remember. I know. I actually, I have to think back on this because honestly, like part of me is having a a problem remembering exactly how we met because I remember we all had a mutual friend Eric was our mutual friend and some I'm trying to remember though like how we all got introduced because the the big the thing I remember the like the bit the first hangout I remember that we all had together was at Brian's house when you had lived like out yeah. in the boonies you know and I do remember that I, I remember that remember... distinctly but I'm trying to think back like when we must have I had think... a, a hangout before that well I think what happened was is uh, we all had first hour history with Ms Mann oh and I think we sat close to one another like Josh yeah. and I chose to sit next to each other and then you and Eric I believe were to the right of us. And so just as like, because it was first hour and there was kind of the space before class actually started. Was that? Just yeah, that probably, yeah, no, that sounds that right. probably was it. That sounds right. I just remember the one, one of the earliest memories I have of Will and Eric, actually, because Will and Eric were best friends before yeah. we were all best friends together. I remember that uh, you guys rode bike over to my house and you asked to see me and my mom came up and got me and she goes there's like two really big guys here <laughs> like see you Josh oh and I gosh. go what are you talking about I come out and it was you and Eric and I'm like oh great hey what's up you know <laughs> and I didn't realize that Eric had you know rode a bike like over to your house and then got you and you guys rode a bike to my house which was pretty far away yeah i mean i definitely was not as far as eric was eric was pretty no far. eric really I mean, he put in some miles. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> it's like, Eric, Eric, uh, Eric I, I wish we could get him on here. We will one of these days. We'll get him on here. But that was like maybe like, what, 12 miles that he, he rode that to bike? Be. Yeah, it had to be. It was a long way. So that's one of the first 
cognizant memories I remember of yeah. us being like actual friends. But I think you're right that like it just kind of like we kind of gelled together as friends and we didn't even really think about the inflection point. No, we just kind of continued on. And then I think we continued conversation uh, through different classes. We had different seating arrangements then. But the way that our school was structured in middle school is that we had pods. And that was basically like two different sets of students that were kind of split up. And so you really got to know right. everybody in your pod. It was like half of your class. Yep. And our class, when we graduated high school, was about 230 people. So all in, we'll call it about 115 total folks. On each but, side, yeah. On each side, mm -hmm. but you had maybe about 25 that you had somewhat of a similar schedule with just because of how they had to sequence students through. Yeah, that does sound about right. So it was what, probably sixth grade or seventh sixth, grade? Sixth, sixth grade. grade, right? That was sixth grade because that's when we first, that was middle school. Because I mean, I, yeah. in fifth grade, I only knew Brian. Yeah. And sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade. <laughs> I mean, I remember Eric because I do remember torturing him on the playground um, with other kids, which was not <laughs> like a fun, a fun experience, but I do remember that. But I didn't really know him, you mm -hmm. know? And I knew Will because Will always hanged around Eric. I just knew him because Will was like the tallest person in our grade other than Eric. Like you guys were both like the same height, right? Yeah. I mean, in middle school, yes, we were definitely the yeah. tallest. That definitely changed at one point. But yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I became the shortest guy in the group. And so I was always <laughs> the one sitting in the middle seat in the back seat of a car. That is somewhere. true. That is I true. just remember, though, that the one thing I do remember and I want to kind of like touch base on is that we all became friends because we were all kind of like the person out in all the groups mm. like no one wanted to hang out with us we didn't really play sports we didn't really you know we weren't like jocks we didn't really we did music and stuff like that but we were like the quote-unquote nerds <laughs> like really and so we all kind of just kind of and we weren't the super nerdy people <laughs> no 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 definitely not <laughs> but we were definitely like, nerd enough that no one wanted to talk to us yeah. So we kind of just like glommed together that way. No, it's actually true because looking back, like you can see that I feel like all of us somehow had these relationships with friends that were not maybe people that were close to us or like that we were like, you know, had really intimate relationships with as as friends. But we we definitely were like known to to know a lot of people or like a lot of people mm -hmm. knew who we were. Yes. We interacted with them. Nobody really gave us a hard time in the sense of you know, those people that we interact with that maybe were considered more popular or the jocks. And it, cause I, I look back at like, you know, some of the friends that like Brian had that was, he was connected to, or even you, Josh. And I was like, I, I think about it now. I'm like, I'm kind of surprised just to see how those relationships were there while we were becoming a group of friends, like a solid core group of friends. And yet outside of that group, we, we just sort of meshed with all these different kind of kinds of people. Well, like, I think it's just like a, a really a tribute, honestly, to all four of us, the, the core group, because yeah. how we just were normal people and we just accepted people. Yeah. Like we didn't care if you were, you know, like weird or not weird or if as long as you were like cool to hang out with, we were just wanted to hang out with you, you know. And I think for us four, I think we were honestly a little more mature for our age. And we just kind of like accepted that people were people. And I think, I mean, we were all going through it together and there was a lot of change obviously mm -hmm. for everybody. And everybody was going through different things, personal life and everything like that. Like, uh, you know, I mean, Brian's going through a whole different thing. He's an only child, you know, Will, you're going and saying you have two other brothers. I have two other brothers, you know, it's <laughs> like my mom was a teacher, substitute teacher in the school. So it was kind of like, 
yeah, I was a nerd anyway, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just because of that. But I mean, like high school and middle school are difficult times. And I think that uh, we just kind of glo- like we just kind of grouped together because we I think we kind of saw that commonality with all of us. Yeah, I think what yeah, what for for us all and the kind of like what we do on the podcast here is it really started with conversations. It yeah, wasn't because we, like, we were lot. the same. It wasn't the same extracurricular activities. It wasn't the same homeroom. It wasn't the same, even like even friends uh, that you had like in elementary school that you kind of brought up to middle school. We just start talking, and through the through the course of conversation, we go, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And we enjoyed each other's company more, and like, "Oh, you like this, and I don't like this," and but none of those things, I like this, I don't like this, ever became the deciding factor of whether we decided to hang out or have a conversation. And right. I think for um, for middle schoolers, especially to be able just to talk freely and know that they're not going to be immediately slapped down or judged. Mm-hmm. It, it, for me, it created like a nice environment to go like, it doesn't matter what exactly I'm going to say. Yeah. Or if we have to agree on something, it's like, we can just keep this rolling. Like it's okay. And, and it I, was that, weird. It was weird too, because like Brian and I were in choir and like Will and yep. Eric were in, in band <laughs> and we had totally like different group and brian was in the, like brian was actually good at singing so he had <laughs> he had like a whole nother group of friends that i didn't even have it was the know? good singers josh yeah yeah good singers. <laughs> good singers unite and with the bad spellers that untie exactly but, and that was interesting to me and i just uh looking back on it i didn't really realize how special those relationships were at the time hmm. Until it actually, it kind of started hitting me when we got, I was just going to fast forward real quick to when we got real old, older, Will, and like you were working at the same job that my wife now is working at. And then I came in and knew you. And she's like, she's like, you know, Will? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) like we're like best friends. She's like, I can't believe that. (laughs) You know, (laughs) The kind of, we were definitely like, I think all of us were kind of like the odd couples. Uh-huh. And it was weird how we were like, I don't think it was weird, but it was, honestly, it was really special and really awesome that we were all friends. And yeah, I don't we'll, I don't know if we've ever really like talked about that much. I, Probably I mean, not as much. No, we definitely Go. haven't. I mean, it's like you, I, you think about like just conversations I've had with people like that when they've asked me now, like that don't know anything about me when I was in high school or middle school, you know, or even in college. And like, I think about just the dynamic of our group of friends, like our core group and how... We all liked very different things. We had very different tastes yeah. in movies. Even I remember like distinctly we went to go see what I thought was Das Boot or whatever the hell that movie <laughs> was called. And everybody's laughing and chuckling in front of me. And then I get up there and you guys are all like, oh, no, we're going to see um, American Psycho. Like you flipped one on me because I didn't want to see this movie. And suddenly you flipped it on me. And I'm like, but at the same time, like we still went. Like I think about some core groups that I know, even like as an adult that I'm not part of, but I, I see these core groups. wouldn't do that far. Well, I just, I just see these like core groups of friends and I, I don't, I'm so glad and thankful that I've had the friends that I've had, like, and you guys, because it's made me have friendships long-term, you know, even when I moved to California that are so different than me. And I think right. that there's a huge mm-hmm. value in having friends who are so different than you that don't have the same taste in music and the same taste in movies. And, you know, you have different viewpoints in life. And I feel like that's what makes, I feel like if anything, it makes you a better person because then it allows you to see the world in a much bigger way than we're all the same. You know what I mean? Like 
it, yeah. I think it's good to have mm-hmm. those conversations. Just like you're talking about as, as early as middle school, like having these conversations and not feeling judged to say your opinion about something, even though it's so, something so benign as a, you know, about a movie. Yeah, I think there's a huge value in that as they take with you as an adult. I think it's something now that with, with um, social media especially, Obviously, there was no social media when we were all, all in middle school. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> yeah, kidding. No kidding. <laughs> you know? But I think it's really easy to to kind of just find echo chambers, like puddles of echo chambers in your own life, especially in social media. And social media is really good at trying to group you into those things. Yes. So then that becomes your world. And so yeah. even though social media has opened up the world, everybody's world has become smaller. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the analog days of not social media, you actually, like, went and talked to human beings. And you had to read their body language. You had to learn how they responded. You couldn't have this real snippy little, you know, like passive aggressive comment that just goes out to everybody but the person and everybody <laughs> knows who you're talking about. It's like, right. that's called, that was called you told somebody in the hallway and it got back to you somehow. You had to deal with your conflict a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Right. I mean, we actually, I think too, like the friendship that we all had was kind of born out of almost like a necessity as well. Like a necessity of like, we wanted to talk about stuff with people our own age, but we just didn't have that, like, we didn't hang out with regularly with everybody. So we just had, like, you know what, I want to talk about this idea or subject or whatever. And I think when you're growing up, that's important to talk about people, like, people your own age to talk to. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you always have your parents. You always have your other siblings. But I think it's important to be able to say, like, and not be judged by it. And I think that really helped us kind of, like, all of us kind of grow into more worthwhile humans you know <laughs> that accept people because we were all so different and like like will said before mm-hmm. we were all so different i mean i'm a huge sci-fi nerd and brian's like been pulled into it a little bit but he's not <laughs> nearly as big as me. and i'm like i video game all the time and brian's like kind of casual video games but he's into music big time yeah. you know like i'm not yeah. and will was into music a little bit but kind of in but like movies for will was like the thing and uh his coca-cola movies and music. collection his coca-cola collection and his music oh, God. I mean, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, will, columbia house you, had had um, will had i think uh you know he created profit margins in columbia house when columbia house was a thing yeah before uh, MP3s, i swear to god i kept it in business for a long time <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god well you moved also too so i was the one that kind of went through you know, elementary, middle school, high school, all in one school system. Mm-hmm. Josh moved in, and you also moved from Wisconsin coming into Monticello, correct? Yeah. Yep, that's right. And so, yeah, and, second grade. And what year did you kind of land in Monticello? It was second grade. So what was that? 90, no, 80. No, something. come on, come on. 80-something. 86? <laughs> 87? 87? Not like to that. date yourself. Every, li- Will has lied about his age to everyone. <laughs> so, now- I embrace my age at this point. <laughs> no, you do. You do. No, I think it, it had to be like around 86 or 87. It was 87, right? 88, right? Yeah, somewhere in there. Because it was so in the middle. I came it was in the Monticello it was, second grade as well. Well, it was um, February because I remember that's when I met the twin sisters, Jen and, and, Jen and Nicole. I met them on the oh, playground. Right. I was in, so it was in February, and some reason we were outside, which is crazy to think about now that we were outside in the middle of winter. In well, Minnesota. if it was above like thirty degrees, yeah, right. Put you outside. Everybody outside. <laughs> <laughs> Snowsuits on. Heat wave in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. It was like just after like Valentine's Day because I remember 
moving to Minnesota, I, well, <laughs> yeah. all of my old <laughs> classmates like sent me letters. It was really cute. Like sent me letters from like second graders, like sending me letters that they missed me and everything. And like, I, I actually still have those letters, which is crazy, but I That's do. Sweet, I still have though. them in a box. Let's talk about, uh, some of the unfolding kind of of this of the friendship because i think what happens sometimes is there are friendships that immediately you look at somebody and they're going we're going to make good friends and then there's the friends go hey man like we've really been at this like we're actually friends (laughs) and there's kind of that's kind of like the zero entry into the pool like you kind of just kind of keep going and pretty soon you find yourself in deep waters and i felt like that was kind of the way this came about and that's kind of an exercise in in patience with one another just to, to learn about each other uh, we had we had a series of uh, slumber parties over the course of between seventh and eighth grade summer. And there's, so there's a cadence. So Josh struck first, and then it was me, and then Will and Eric. We all kind of had our, our uh, you know, trope through that. So you know, all the deep things that seventh eighth grade boys talk about at slumber <laughs> parties, we talked about. But it was it was highly bonding experience, just because it was uh, we were tired. It was and we were fun. Sharing, we were yeah. sharing everything. It was just like, hey, this is something really cool. We also learned that we got real grumpy if we stayed up all night, so we <laughs> actually go to bed at a certain time of the night. There's a there's a familiarity in something to be able to share something honestly. I think something that people really need now, and why some people talk to counselors and some people talk to other folks, is because they need a safe place to actually share something where they know they're right. not going to be immediately judged or ostracized or something like that. Mm-hmm. There has to be a place where, like, can I just be a human being with you and be honest with you? And that's something that for every age and life stage we need. We all have that at every life stage. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of carried that in in the formative years because there's oftentimes too, and not to compare middle school to like a battlefield in any way, shape, or form, but I think in some ways <laughs> <laughs> when you're trying middle to find... Middle school is, is the battlefield for like the adolescent though. It's true. Oh, you're trying to find really yourself. Is. It really is. It's you know, crazy. You know. Like you have all these like, not only is your body going through physical changes, but then you're going through these emotional changes as well because of not only the physical changes you're having, but then you're growing into the person you're going to be. And you're always growing into the person you're going to be. But I really think in those like years from your 13 to, you know, 17 you you really change a lot. I mean, right, Brian? Yeah. I mean, duh, right? <laughs> duh, I know. All of a sudden, my voice wasn't a soprano anymore. And here I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Join us next week for part two of this roundtable, The Value of Friendship with Will on Curiosity Continuum.